0: Welcome to the Awake to Joy podcast. The advice and strategies contained here may not be suitable for your situation and you should consult a professional where appropriate. Let's listen to today's program. Hello. Today I just wanted to talk with you a little bit about losing hope. You know, we all have somewhere along our journey and I remember in the beginning years when I was 12 years old and I accepted Christ as my Savior, I was at this beginning stage where I understood finally that God loved me, that he sent his son to die for me. And I got that peace. I didn't get it completely, but I had enough. Enough so that when I read God's word, it came more alive to me as well as my relationship with God and my prayer life with God. And I would be talking with him about different things. And though I didn't hear his voice audibly, I could see little things along the way and how he was taking care of how I was going about living my life, trying to guide me in the right way, even though I was functioning out of so much hurt for my youth. He wanted to give me that hope. I know you always hear me say, Jeremiah 29, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And boy, I needed hope in those days, big time. Though I was learning new praise songs and they were giving me new insight on the wonderful God we had. And the happiness that he seemed to exuberate through his joy and his peace that only he can give. And to see the miracles that he did in people's lives, not just in the word, but in people's lives that I could see at church and such, I kind of felt like, what about me in a sense of having hope beyond the sexual abuse? and. It was just a matter of walking by faith daily and leaning into him that I found that I was getting little drinks of water, of assuredness that God was there and I could trust him. Trust is one thing, knowing God's love is another. And though I believed God loved me, I didn't think he loved me as much as he loved everybody else on earth. There was no way. I was damaged goods and I knew that. It wasn't until when I turned 16 and I was horrifically assaulted one afternoon that when I went to explain to somebody who was in charge over me what happened, they didn't believe. Though I had the bruises on me, though I was so shaken up I could barely speak. I wasn't believed. And all I could think of was this is the same as when I was between three and 10 years of age, I wasn't believed that I was being sexually abused. And here I am 16 and I get assaulted and I'm not believed again. Is there any justice God? Is there anybody? that you can help here on earth. I know you're in heaven. I know you're mighty. And I know you saved me. And I know I'm going to spend eternity in heaven. But what about right now? I am hurting. I'm in pain. And nobody believes me. And the person who assaulted me, I will have to see weekly. No matter what. He'll be in my life. He'll be in my family's life. God, help me. Help me. About two weeks later, to make a long story short. I had told my husband, John, who wasn't my husband then at the age of 16, what had happened in an argument that we were having. It just came out and he was shocked. He was dumbfounded. He couldn't believe what had happened and said, do your parents know about this? And I said, it doesn't matter. My mom knows and it it doesn't matter. Well, do you mind if I go ahead and talk with your mom about it? Can I follow you home? So he drove his truck behind as I walked home and he went in and met my mom and I felt it was a waste of time to be with them because let's face it, the truth wasn't gonna be told. And I could hear the discussion from a distance and basically they wanted to do a phone call with the person who assaulted me. My thought was, what a waste of time a complete waste of time. What were they thinking? That this guy was gonna go ahead and admit it, end up going to jail? No way. Anyways, I went off further in the house to my room and I sat on the bed. And the first thought was just to talk with God. And it was like, God, here we go again. God, I know you love me. But can you show me in a tangible way? Can you help this person who assaulted me? Admit he was wrong. Admit what he did. So that somebody can believe me. And I don't have to struggle on this planet Earth all by myself believing what had happened to me with nobody else around me believing me. I said, God, if you love me, please help him to admit what he did. And that was it. And then I laid back on my bed and I could hear talk in the other room. And when it was all said and done, John came and knocked on my bedroom door. My door was open and I sat up and I stepped out and he said he admitted it. I said, what? He said, he admitted that he assaulted you. I'm so sorry. And in that moment, it wasn't about the guy who assaulted me admitting it. It was all about God. And the conversation we had moments before of me saying, God, will you please, please show me you love me, please. I know I'm not as good as everybody else, but can you please in a tangible way, please reach out onto earth and please let it be so. So I don't want this journey alone. And he did. And in that moment, it was like a jump start in my relationship with God. Though I became a Christian at 12 and though I read the word and though I was growing in little bits, It was like I went from here to here really fast due to the new relationship I had with God. I knew he loved me like the Bible said he did. And that brought so much joy and excitement because if that was so true, everything else that was written was true for me too. Yes, there were times that I doubted that I was clean enough or pure enough. But oh my goodness, the jump that went from here to here just moved my relationship with God so much forward. I went from a desolate, dry, desert place where I knew the Word of God by reading it, but now started an intimate relationship with God. So when I went to the Word and read it I knew he was with me and we were reading it together, the Holy Spirit side by side with me as I would read the word and let it just drench my soul and give me that hope that is only found in him. Romans 8, 28 talks about, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. I didn't know what my purpose was way back then. But I sure do know what it is now to continue to tell the story of a God who loves people so much that he sent his only son. Oh, my goodness. If you're losing hope today or you're just down on your hope meter, I pray you lean into God's word and ask the Holy Spirit to come alongside you and to just feel you fresh with a new word fill you fresh to the point of being drenched in god's presence though i've never heard god's voice audibly i could surely tell you that i sense his word as i'm reading through god's word him speaking to me may he speak to you today you have been listening to the awake to joy podcast views expressed in this podcast or the speaker's opinions. Thank you for listening. If you could please give us a review below, we would appreciate it greatly, as well as share this podcast with your family and friends. If you would like to get in contact with us, we'd love to hear from you. Check the show descriptions for more information. Under no circumstances shall awake to joy its employees, volunteers, guests, or officers be liable for any direct or indirect losses or damages arising out of comments made. We look forward to chatting with you again. Because he lives, it changes everything.